Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all of my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen, all on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number 30. We have made it to 30. Woohoo! That's a journey. It's 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 a wild one. There's a lot going in and out of this. Number one, just you know, I mentioned that last time I was on the show that describing what Enolve is is quite difficult because it's really difficult to imagine what it could look like and everything. And so in that aspect, you know, with my conversations with people, I've made a lot of progress being able to figure out just the right words that help people quickly understand what it actually is, you know, and that's, that's been a journey. And I wish that could go faster somehow, because if I had those words that I have today, if I would have had them six months ago, I would just be at a different place. But I don't know, somehow discovering these words to describe it, that's just a huge part of the process. To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scuba Leavers, and we have made it to episode number 30, that nice round number 30. I love it. All right, so we are actually doing another Where the Heck Are They Now episode. That's right, Where the Heck Are They Now? And today we are actually doing a follow-up episode with Oliver. Now, if you remember, Oliver is the owner and maker of one of the only, and I think the only collaborative problem-solving apps there are out there. So I'm really interested on in seeing how far along he's actually come since we talked to him last. I think it's been, uh, it's actually been a little longer than six months, closer to probably a year, but we're going to see what Oliver's been up to. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's do our follow-up episode with Oliver.
Salutations, Scoop Believers, and we are back again with, this is one of my best follow-ups, I know it, and it's with Oliver. Hey, Oliver, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I've been excited for this as well. All right, awesome. It's so great to see you again after this amount of time. Uh, I know it's been a little bit longer than six months, but that's okay. Uh, Sometimes it's a little hard to get a hold of people, but that's good. That's good. It means you're busy. But I do have one real serious question to ask you. Are you still a school believer? You know what? Now more than ever. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much, Oliver. That's awesome. Thank you for continuing to be a school believer on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. Now, just in case this is the first time anybody's talked to you or understand who you are, let's do a little bit of a reintroduction about who you are and what you do. Sure. Well, uh, my name is Oliver Siegel, and I'm building Enolve together with my team. Enolve is the world's only problem solution directory. That means it helps you to quickly find a solution to any problem. And even you can use Enolve to create new solutions to unknown problems. It works by you being able to publish problems and publish other solutions separate from that and connect them to goals. This way we create this network which is then going to be a problem solution directory called Enolve. Oh, wow. That is amazing. And uh, I've actually been watching you a little bit and building Enolve, and you've been making some great strides over the last few months uh, about what's going on. Can you tell me in the last six months uh, what experience you've had kind of putting things together for Enolve? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, that's the... That's the journey. It's 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 a wild one. There's a lot going in and out of this. Number one, just you know, I mentioned that last time I was on the show that describing what Enolve is is quite difficult because it's really difficult to imagine what it could look like and everything. And so, in that aspect, you know, with my conversations with people, I've made a lot of progress. Being able to figure out just the right words that help people quickly understand what it actually is, you know, and that's. That's been a journey, and I wish that could go faster somehow, because if I had those words that I have today, if I would have had them six months ago, I would just be at a different place. But I don't know, somehow discovering these words to describe it, that's just a huge part of the process. And I don't think you'd trade that time for anything for anything else, because you wouldn't be where you are today if you didn't go through that uh, through that adventure. So that's amazing. Of course, yeah, it's like a learning experience, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's always a learning experience. Everything that we do, and we're and we're glad we got there when we get to the end. We wouldn't change it for anything else. So um, in the last six months that you've been putting an off together, what is one of the most memorable experiences that you've had putting this together? Is there something that kind of sticks out and says, hey, I remember that. I'm going to remember that forever. Um, yeah, great question. I, I would say definitely it's, the, the positive feedback we've been getting from people when they see it the first time and understand it, right? There's people who said, this is what the world needs. And people said, uh, it's, you know, it's amazing to them blowing their mind. It's going to help a lot of people. They wish a solution like that had existed. And, you know, so it, it, it really seems to hit a, hit a good spot for people in terms of what they've been looking for, what they want, what, what seems to be needed in the world according to to many people. And so it's great to put something out there in the world and just ask people, hey, what do you think of that? And then to have such a positive response. Of course, it's not always positive. You know, sometimes it's a little bit critical, skeptical. Sometimes there's some legit concerns about it. Um, but really the, the positive ones, they are, 
uh, what keeps me going and what gets me excited. And it's like, yes, I'm onto something. This is going to help people. People want this. People need it. Great. That's amazing. And it's real important to get that customer feedback too, especially when you're building something that's kind of, you know, one of the first of its kind too. So you got to make sure it's what people want and what people need, but it sounds like you, you're on the right track for what you're doing. So that's really good. I appreciate that. Now, let me ask you just something uh, on a personal level for yourself. Um, what kind of changes have you kind of noticed for yourself going through this adventure? Have you noticed anything personal that, that you've changed from uh, when I talked to you last to now? Hmm. Uh, that, that's a really difficult question to, to be honest, you know, because self-reflection is always like, well, you look at yourself and it's always colored and uh, filtered by the emotions or the current state of mind that you're in. Right. And so, you know, it, it's quite funny just, before uh, you released this last episode of the podcast with me, just the day, the night before that, I got some really negative feedback. And that really, it really made me question myself, my approach and everything. And then I listened to the episode. And of course, the entire episode was filtered for me through that lens. So I had to then, you know, ask, ask a friend and, and ask them for their opinion to give me that reflection again, to kind of neutralize that and balance it out, right? And so if if I'm going to be out here saying now, oh, you know what? No, six months ago or whenever we talked, I've had it all figured out. I've had it figured out ever since. Look, that's why I came up with, you know, right? I mean, I can't come out here and claim that. But then also just five minutes ago, I told you how figuring out those right words, how to describe it is a learning experience, right? So it's the only constant is change. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's where it gets a little difficult to answer that question. And have I learned new things? Have I changed some things about myself? Yes, probably. But other things also have most likely stayed the same, if not even stayed more the same than ever before, right? Like I've doubled down on, on what I believe and what I stand for. So it's, it's a little bit of both. Good. It's important to kind of reflect back. That's why I kind of do this, my podcast this way, because it gives you an opportunity to look back to see where you are there from before and compare it to where you are now and kind of get that feeling like, you know, you have improved, you have changed, things are a little different, but you've taken those experiences and added on to what you're doing now and just uh, the the building of the personality, the building of of, uh, of yourself, and you could see that change. Like when I've started this, I see a I've seen a huge change in myself from when I started podcasting at episode zero to to the one that I just released with you recently. Um, the difference is my personality, the differences in my delivery of even talking to people live, not just you know here on the computer, but just my friends and family too. I've seen a huge change in the way I perceive people and I talk to people. My vocabulary has changed a little bit, you know, even things like that. So I think it's really important to to take those experiences and put them on top of what you are learning now and being able to look back and compare yourself, not to other people, not to people that's already taken the journey 10, 20, 30 years from now, but compare yourself to yourself from back then, you know, compare yourself from a couple of days ago, compare yourself from six months ago, you know, don't compare yourself to other people because it, you'll never really reach there if that's where you're, you know, you're trying to compare yourself to. So that's really good that you're doing that. Now, on a, let me change the question just a smidge, but on a professional level, 
what has changed in the last since the last time I talked to you on a professional level? I would say my understanding and well knowledge of entrepreneurship and what's all needed to to build a company of the scale that I'm looking to build. There's a lot that that I've learned in the process. And actually just just quite recently, literally these past couple of days, um, you know, I've had to look deeper into company financing and funding and the different uh, legal structures that you can use for that and what are some of the established paths to take for that. And so this stuff gets a little bit complicated. Like when you first dive into it, you're like, oh, what, what's pre-money, post-money, save, convertible note, all of this stuff. It's oh, like man. really confusing, but then you just have to sit down and kind of learn it and figure it out and see, okay, what, what's my vision here? What works best with the market and so on and so forth. And it can get frustrating actually, because it seems like, come on, you guys have been doing this for what, decades? Like, is it, does it really have to be so difficult to figure this out? So that it gets a little frustrating, but you know, I think I think I'm learning. I'm moving forward, and my yeah, my uh, output in terms of you know the presentation of what I'm doing is going to improve over time. That's amazing. That's awesome. It's so it's so good to see that we don't change just as a personal, but and a prof- but we also change as a professional, and we do have to learn that. It's kind of like on time learning, where you're learning it as you go, and when you get to a point where it's something you're not too sure about, you go find the research. And then come back to it and be able to fix that problem that we've had. So I'm I'm a big um, I'm big on on time learning on constant learning, and it sounds like we all do that as entrepreneurs. We're always learning and growing as things go on. So uh, this is going to be kind of a similar question, but a little bit different at the same time from the one from before. Um, have you had any new crises or pitfalls? Within that time frame that we talked about from the last interview to this one, I mean, do you have one or two that kind of stick to your mind? Peter, we're about to have a therapy session here. And so we're, we're going <laughs> to go beyond the scope of the podcast and especially the time frame. No, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I have a hard time answering that question because of the nature of the question and what we're building. And therefore, also kind of what, you know, what I represent and embody because we're talking. You're asking me right now for a problem that I've had and how I've solved it, right? And that's literally what we do as a as a company, right? We ask people for what is a problem that they've had in their life and what's the solution they found. So it's kind of like the the same thing here that's going on. Now, that said, because I came up with Enough, because that's how I see the world where everything is just kind of problems connected to solutions. Of course, I mean, that's a choice I can make to use this mindset. But let's say that's just how I operate and how I see the world. That means basically every single day I see multiple problems and how to solve them. So then, you know, if I reflect over the last six months, which was the biggest problem there? Well, I mean, there's a couple that stand out certainly, but at the same time, every time, you know, every time I find a solution to a problem, I just jump right into the next problem. That's literally the most direct path in terms of growth and and progress, I think, if you just always jump to the unknown and to that which is uncertain, right? And so right now at the moment, like I said, that's uh, getting actual professional investors on board. So what's what's the difficulties there and how, how do I speak to these types of investors and what, what type of words do I need to use? How do I present everything on the path until where we are today? It's actually been a little bit in terms of team building. So I've had a, I've had a co-founder. But then that didn't end up working out. And actually, 
that was quite quite frustrating how that went down. Um, but then on the other hand, I also found a lot of other really well-aligned team members now. So that that's exciting. And then also what I said before, expressing and describing what it is that we're working on. And so finding the right words that make it clear that help people to be able to understand it, be able to visualize it and to, to see the potential and the value in it. That's also been a really difficult challenge. Yeah, it sounds like you've had some difficult challenges. You know, I was thinking while you're where you're saying that, it's like, who helps the problem solver? You know, who helps the the who's so, I'm trying to how to say this right? Who helps the person that's solving the problem? You know, if they have a problem, who do they turn to? You know, and it's just kind of it, it kind of gives you time to think about that. You know, I, I've run into that a couple of times too, where it's like. I mean, anybody that meets me knows I have a, I have a superhero syndrome where I want to swoop in and save the day. That's just what I do. That's, I love doing that. But then when I have a problem, who swoops in to save my day? You know? <laughs> so it, it's kind of tough to think about when you're the problem solver that has a problem. So I could see where you're coming from there. But it sounds like, you know, even though you do have a problem, you use that as a teaching tool for yourself. And then for anybody else that could possibly be coming through the same problem too, you could tell them what, you know, what problem you had and how you solved that problem. And then they can learn uh, from that as well. So even though we all experience those problems, we could always turn it into a teaching tool. And when you are scared of something, or you're not sure about it. I know for me, I dive right into it. I want to get in there, even though I'm scared of it or I'm not sure about it. I always use that as a catalyst to go forward and learn something new. That way I could use it for future events. So that's good stuff, Oliver. That's I thank you so much for those for that answer. That was a really great answer. I appreciate that. I, I turn it right back on you. Everything you just said is is great. Like who helps <laughs> the problem solver and the way you outlined that, that's perfect. And like I said, you know, in, in terms of describing what we're doing with enough, it's always good to have that reflection and that feedback from other people. How how would you describe it with your words, what I just said, you know, and that's how we're having a conversation right now as well. So good stuff here. It's it's synergies. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what it is. So this this is actually one of my favorite follow-up questions. So now that you've had this journey up to this point from when, from when you started to now, you've experienced lots of different things, uh, experienced new types of people. But if you can go in a time machine and go back to Oliver from, say, six months or ten months ago, what would you tell him? What's the one one or two words of advice for Oliver from before that you would express to them? That's a great question. And it, it reminds me of what I what I tried to describe earlier, but then we fall right back into the well, I mean, it's like the path is your goal, right? So if I if I if I would tell myself six months ago what I know now. I don't know if it wouldn't just simply take six months for myself to explain that to me. And then <laughs> here I am back at that same place, right? I mean, um, yeah, a little bit in terms of how how should I describe what Enolve is. For example, this problem solution directory and uh, quickly find solutions, right? There are certain, certain uh, phrases and sentences that I've discovered are simple enough to be understood relatively well yet they don't really, you know, they don't have to go so deep because back six months ago, I would often dive really deep into the philosophy of what it all means and what the purpose of it is. And 
the nature of the universe and everything. So that that kind of was a little bit uh, a little too much, you know. To, so to kind of keep it light, we're like, hey, this is a way for you to help help you solve your problems, so you don't feel stressed out. And it's a lot a lot nicer to have these easy easy words. So that that's something that I would definitely send back to the past to my past self, where it's like, hey, use these much easier to understand words. And then also what I was just saying in terms of finding investors and that process and how to go about it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm starting kind of the learning process just now. I could have started that process, I think, six months ago as well. And it, you know, then maybe I'd be more funded by now. But at the same time, I don't know if in terms of positioning, which is, you know, niche and positioning and messaging, all of those marketing terms, they also relate to investment because investing is just one particular kind of sales and marketing. And so once again, it's all about finding those right words. And would anyone in the world have known these correct words six months ago? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there would have been some copywriter who'd be like, oh, you're talking about enough? Explain it to me real quick. I understand it. And then they come up with these words. Maybe that person would have existed. Or maybe that person is just going to have to be me who goes through that process. And then at the end of the journey, I have those right words. And that's, that's what it took. So I don't know, but yeah, I hope that answers your question and is oh, not yeah. too confusing. <laughs> no, no, no. Answers my question perfectly. It really goes into the learning process, even though it just seems like it took you this long to get those words right. If you didn't go through this process, it's not just about getting the words right too. It's the experiences behind getting the words right. I mean, if you don't have those experience to learn how to get the words right, as you go on further and further, you're going to realize that. You wish you had that knowledge, not just about what the words are, but the, the experience you had to get to the words. So, I mean, it's, it's still important to have that experience and, and, to, and to take that journey to get to the right words so you can look back on it and says, well, not only did I learn the right words, but I learned about what actually goes on with those words. So I really wouldn't look too far into, you know, I wish I would have had the words sooner. I think I would look more along the lines of, I'm glad I had the experience to get to the words. And the other thing I'd like to point out too is having things that are simple to understand makes it a lot easier to bond with and figure things out. Once you get to those simple, straightforward words, instead of getting too philosophized about it and kind of these big stories, you keep it simple, keep it – it's like I, there's an acronym, KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. I love that one. That's one of my favorites. It really, really stands out once somebody can understand something. I know if I don't understand something or or it it gets it gets me frustrated when I don't understand something, then I want to th- just like do away with it because I don't understand it gets me frustrated. But if I could keep it simple, I can bond with it easier. I can understand it a lot easier. I'm more likely to take advantage of whatever it is because I understand it. So well, that's good stuff. So I, I want to. I'm going to ask you something here. Do you remember what your six month goal was when we first talked? I I reviewed your questions beforehand, and I totally don't. Even though I just recently listened to my own episode, so whatever <laughs> goal I stated then, it still didn't. It didn't, you know, reach me to where I can now summarize it. But I think <laughs> maybe it was trying to get a a beta version out there and finding team members. It, it was around those lines, wasn't it? Well, yeah, you wanted to um, get something published. You wanted to get something rolling that's not necessarily live, but something out there for people to kind of interact with. 
So that was your biggest thing too. Um, you t- so you did mention a little bit about uh, getting a team together, but I think the biggest goal was getting something published so you could start, you know, revising it and updating it and making it a better product. So um, did did you get there? <laughs> uh, I would say yes, absolutely. I mean, we've published a lot of things. We have a beta version out and live right now, and we've gotten feedback from that beta version. Based on that feedback, I've then further published a new video showing what the you know the final product would probably be like. Um, and that that right now is my most favorite publication. But still, with that, there's another problem, which is it's seven minutes long. Which oh my god, so I'm not sure if I'm going to get to that today because you know seven minutes in in the day and age of TikTok where everything is just like thirty seconds. So I, and with that, I fortunately came up with another much shorter way of communicating that again yesterday. So I think I can boil it back down to one minute now. And yeah. And then, you know, the more, just like you said, KISS, the more digestible something is, the easier it is to distribute and the easier it is to reach more people and get more feedback. So yeah, I think I've, I've definitely achieved those goals, even though it's been a, bit, a little bit longer than six months, right? Because we've We've not quite met that time window, but yeah, I think I've I've achieved those. So that's exciting. That's, that is that's amazing. Positive. <laughs> Congratulations! I, that's I'm I always love hearing that when I've set a goal for one of my guests that they actually met that goal. That always d- does me a good heart. I love that. Congratulations, Oliver! That's fantastic. Now you, I know it's a seven-minute video, but do you, is there any place that we could actually look that video at right now? Is it live to the point where I can actually get a link to it or something? Or absolutely, it's not an easy link. I don't even know the link. I just have it uh, pinned to my clipboard. But if you go to my Facebook profile, it's pinned right at the top there. So on my Facebook profile, just the first post that you see is that that seven-minute video. And it shows you exactly what you know is going to look like and how it's going to work. And people watched this video and they said, you know, I've listened to your content for the last year. And it wasn't until now that I understand what you're building. <laughs> so, you know, apparently it's like they, they say pictures say more than a thousand words. And then if you have a video, well, that's that's like 30 pictures a minute, right? So there, there's a lot that gets communicated in that short time. All right. Now, if anybody actually wants to see that, um, look into my show notes. I'll definitely have a link to it in my show notes. Um, that way you all can see that. And later on, when Oliver puts out that one-minute video, we'll go ahead and link that into the show notes later on too. So, All right. So now that we've talked about your past uh, goals, I would like to talk about future goals for, say, the next year. What do you think the next year looks like for you, my friend? Great question. I love focusing on the future because that's always like, that's where the excitement lies. <laughs> but in this case, you know, I uh, I really appreciate you pointing out the, the positive wins that we already have under our belt now. Um, I've set myself a goal for reaching 10,000 users on the platform by the end of the year. So that's, you know, about seven months from now, if I look at the clock here. Mm-hmm. Um Beyond that, I haven't really set those specific goals yet. I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of milestones in between in terms of making sure that we actually can sell the product, right? That we have paying customers for it as well, beyond the, the users. Um, and that requires for the MVP to be published, which I hope is going to be happening in the next month or two here that we have an 
you know, that we upgrade from the beta version to the MVP that we actually can then make money off of, that people can actually buy that with premium features and everything. And then, you know, getting lots of users onto the platform so that we see this is, this is something that can work for a lot of people. And with that, you know, uh, increasing the company valuation with, with investors coming on board and doing fundraising and all those steps required along the way. Does that does that sound concise enough? I know I know I rambled a little bit, but that that's what what's in my mind. <laughs> we want we want to know what's on your mind. That's why we do this podcast. So it sounds like to me that one of your main goals is to get about ten thousand users by the end of the year. Does that sound about right? So yep. if you were able to accomplish that, what does that mean for you? I mean, what what does that mean to Oliver? Whew. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say this, but I lost myself a little bit. This, this is all I do. This is, this is me. I embody this thing and everything. And so it, it means, well, it, it means success and it means the foundation for our next step of success, right? And I mean, the, the project here is to solve, solve every problem, to make problem solving a thing of the past to where problem solving is no longer difficult and, and scary and everything, but instead just like, you know, the the web, uh, the World Wide Web changed how we have access to information. And then, you know, like smartphones came out and now we can talk to our phones and we can ask Google a question and Google will have the answer. We can talk to Alexa and Alexa will order that thing for us online. So that's like, what what, <laughs> what marvel of technology, right? I mean, such convenience, such luxury, such wealth. And so, you know, in What's that got to do with me? I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't tell you what that's got to do with me. I mean, for me personally, well, I just, I just do my thing. It's gonna be nice if I, if I have like a little more uh, disposable income, which right now I don't. I'm like super duper broke personally, right? Um, because everything goes directly into the company. I don't really pay myself a salary or anything. So, um, that's what it means for me personally. But again, it's. It's not about me, I don't think. It's about the the impact that this can have on the world and how it can improve improve other people's lives. And yeah, make make problem solving a thing of the past and hopefully move us closer one step to a utopia world where, you know, <laughs> every everyone just has has the ability to enjoy their lives with with very little uh you know, undesirable adversity, because that's important to keep in mind. Sometimes we actually, we like the struggle and we like the, you know, we, we voluntarily go out and climb a mountain. It's going to be difficult, but we like to do it just for the adventure itself. Right. Um, but if, if your life depends on you climbing that mountain, I don't know that, that it has a different vibe to it. Right. And so that's where, where I'm hoping that we can, really make things a lot more easygoing and kind of like fun and playful rather than a struggle. You know, that's, that's one of the things I've really come across when talking to entrepreneurs on how much they want to help the human race, you know, and what they're doing and what they're trying to accomplish in one way or another. Some have bigger ideas than others. Like yours is huge, dude. I got to tell you, I mean, your idea for having a problem solving app is, is just profound. And having being able to just ask a question to present a problem to somebody and have that answer 
it, it's just having coming up with the answer is just mind blowing. So, you know, kudos to you for what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I really appreciate the way you answered that question too. Money, monetary is, it, it kind of takes a back seat. It's more important to be able to help those people. And in turn, they will help you. And I really think that's really what it boils down to. All right, Oliver, now is our favorite part of the show. I want you to kind of do a little advertising for yourself. This is your time to shine again. So let's go ahead and talk about your company. Ready, set, go. Thank you. My name is Oliver. I'm the founder of Enolve. We are the world's only problem solution directory. You can find us on uh, the web at enolve.io. You can find us on Instagram, also enolve.io. We have a Twitter you can also check out my personal uh, profiles, oliversegal.com has all of them listed. And hopefully it's going to be in the show notes for you. Um, and that, that's what we said, right? If, if you see it, you will understand it. Problem solving is pretty vague to most people. But once you see it in action on the screen where you see those blue, red, and green boxes and how they connect on the screen, you'll realize, oh, this is kind of like maybe like Twitter or something like that, except optimized for problem solving. So once you see it, You'll understand it. So check it out with the links provided. All right. Thank you so much, Oliver. Thank you, Scoob Believers, for another great show. Make sure you stay tuned for the follow-up. Oliver, thank you very much. And everybody have a great evening, okay? Thank you. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Oliver. It's so good to follow up with Oliver and see how far he's come along with his entrepreneur adventure. And it's great to see that he is actually hitting his goals. And you got to kind of keep an eye out for that new app that he has in Elv, just so we can support him in uh, finding what he's trying to accomplish. I really think it's going to be a great, great asset to just about anybody who wants to take advantage of having a good way to figure out problems and get them solved. So here's a little bit of what I've been working on for a while. I do now have an open Facebook group. I'm really excited to have a community to be able to help and talk, maybe help you out on your entrepreneur adventure. So if you go into Facebook, uh, the group is called School Believers, big surprise. Put in a request to be part of the community the community is basically going to be just answering questions. I know a lot of entrepreneur-style groups that are out there are basically just running advertisements, and that really bugs the crud out of me. So I don't want to be doing that in my type of community. It's going to be people just helping people. That's all I really want, to be able to help you and have other people help you as well. So look into that. Join my Facebook group and see what we could do to help each other keep our entrepreneur adventure rolling. Also, I've been... Uh, I've been dipping my toe in a little bit more and more uh, in coaching. I've actually coached a couple of people, and it's been very successful. I've been really happy with results on that. So what I'd like to do is I'm probably going to put a, a coaching out here real soon for you to listen to so you know exactly what to expect if you decide to have me coach you. If you want to be coached by me, I could definitely work something out for you. If you want to reach out to me at my normal places, uh, we can maybe put something together for you. Also, I have another five-star review that just came out very recently. So I want to thank VV Places 
for a five-star review. Thank you very much for doing that. I really appreciate that. It really helps me get out there. Hopefully more people could listen and know what we got going on right here. And one of the last things I'd like to talk about real quick is I've been trying to find ways to run a quick podcast in between shows. So what I have is if you go to my website, uepodcast.net, over on the right-hand side, there's a place where you can leave a voicemail. It has a little microphone on there. It's black. If you click on that and ask me a question about your entrepreneur adventure, there's a good chance I'll actually feature that question on my podcast and answer that question for you. And I'd really like to use that as something that I could put in the spaces in between podcasts. So if you could do that for me, I would really appreciate it. Ask me any questions you like about your entrepreneur adventure, about getting started, about what to do with certain problems that you might have. And uh, there might be a way I could work out and help you out. All right, so we're just going to go over the regular stuff now. If you want to get a hold of me, you could reach me directly on Twitter at DJScoob2021. Uh, if you want to drop me an email, uepodcast.net2021 at gmail.com. You could find me on Facebook at ScoobMI, Facebook backslash ScoobMI or something like that. <laughs> Still kind of working that part out. And if you want to become a patron and help me help others, please visit my Patreon and quite possibly get coached by me or just get some of the behind the scenes look at what I do in my podcast. And you could find that at tuepodcast.net backslash Patreon. All right, School Believer, thank you for another great episode, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the very next one. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello there. DJ Scoob here, and I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. Gracias, adios. Thank you, goodbye. Here we go. Si, yo hablo español. Si, yo hablo español. All right. Lo siento. Lo siento. Pardon? No. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, lo siento. No, lo siento. Lo siento. De nada. De nada is your welcome. Hola, hola, mucho gusto. Mucho gusto back. Yep. There we go. You just say mucho gusto back. Si, lo siento. Si, lo siento. Yes. Yes, I'm sorry. That doesn't sound right. I am sorry. Oh, I could have put the I in there and it would have been okay. Hola, habla inglés. No lo siento. There we go. Si, and there's a picture of milk there. So we're going to say leche. Gracias. There we go. Gracias, Juan. De nada, Luis. Okay. Tu habla inglés? No lo siento. Lo siento. Lo siento. Sorry. There we go. I got it that time. Sí, lo siento. I am sorry. There we go. No. Oh, yes. I forgot the yes. Gosh darn it. Sí, lo siento. Okay, give me another chance. Sí, I am sorry. Yes, I am sorry. Okay. Yay, and I got a text in the middle of that. <laughs> That's okay. We got it. As a worker of two full-time jobs, 
Running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now and seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.